Welcome back to the Wagon Whiff Podcast, everybody. Yeah. Damn, it feels good. <laughs> Does. Uh, I I've just walked in the door uh, from uh, from a long three week travel. It feels like forever since we've been here. Right. I, I don't even I don't even think this is home anymore. I don't even know where I am right now. I'm in my own damn condo. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I've been in the studio of the Grigley household, but it does feel good to be here. It feels good to be back on the kitchen table <laughs> drinking a beer right. and uh, talking some golf. I just with, opened this uh, beer. It just, it just fucked me all up. Like I just opened, <laughs> I opened this beer. And spilled it all it, over the place. It, it foamed Sorry, up. Sorry, Emily. Like, it foamed up like you'd think I just ran a marathon with a can of beer in my hand. It's, it's been, been sitting in the fridge for like a month. It's been so long since you opened a beer in your own home, you don't even know how to do it anymore. Ugh, my shit's everywhere. Anyways, I'm cleaning this up, but uh, but yeah, we're 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 back and uh, happy to be here. A lot of action since last yeah, time. Yeah, big, big, lot of action. Lot of since action last time lot. we talked about tour championship. So excited to get into it. Uh, how was how's your last few weeks been, Scotty? The what have you been up to? A few weeks have been good. We get into um, the important been stuff. getting into a lot. Been working on my own personal golf game a lot oh yeah you got got some things, on the range i got some things coming up here so i tell everybody all this i played my most golf during the winter yeah and so um just because it just turns out i like that type of golf better and more it's tournaments seem to find themselves on my calendar so I've just been grinding hard and getting better new drivers nice. in the bag Ga- like oh uh, game's um, looking good whoa what do you got for the new driver it's the m5 okay so so yeah I like it. Shout I out to our the... boys at TaylorMade if they'd like to send anything else. <laughs> anything else. Uh, Steve needs a new hybrid. <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've been I've been traveling, and believe it or not, in, in these travels, uh, I've been able to squeeze a little golf in. So you, Not I, a little golf. You played in a full-on member-member golf tournament. I did. I did. Let's, how did we do for the people here? No. Uh, we, you know, we didn't, we didn't win anything, but we did. So, great format, by the way. I'm going to bring this back to my... Uh, home club but we did it's a one day member member we did nine hole um best ball uh it's two man best ball right uh nine holes two man scramble and then a lunch fabulous lunch uh and then a nine hole pure alternate shot so uh every you know your buddy if your your buddy taps in you're teeing off on the next hole um, but this is what uh, our friend Bobby okay, called. Okay, so not not designating tee shots on holes. No, not Ryder Cup designating tee shots. So it's just pure alternate Got shot. Got it. Um, our friend uh, Bobby Carzoli, who you know, Scotty, yes. likes to call it <laughs> I'm sorry golf. Because you're just all, <laughs> after every shot, you're just always telling your player, your partner, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's good. I like that. It was fun. That but anyway, good. so we did a consolation thing after we didn't get into the horse race. We missed the horse race by two shots on alternate shot, and I doubled the last hole, so that Doesn't stunk. feel good. So we did a, uh, a consolation bracket as the trucks drive by <laughs> with my open window outside. We did a consolation bracket, uh, same kind of horse race style where you know we eliminated a team after yep. a couple times. Everybody threw in 50 bucks. I ended up chipping in on like the sixth hole to win it. So, so, so we still came out with some, some cash, still came out with some cash. Everybody at the club probably hates me because, you know, I'm the guest who comes in and chips in and takes everyone's money. So I was, you know, hopefully bought some drinks at the, I had a target on my back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the easiest way to solve that. (laughs) I know, but it's a member member. Everything was free. So yeah, I, of course I bought them drinks. I didn't pay for them, but I (laughs) took the orders. (laughs) I got, went to the bar and got them. 
Anyway, so uh, and then I also got to play a little golf with the with the Cleveland family, with uh, Emily's family back in Cleveland. Emily's still back in Ohio, so I'm solo. I'm bacheloring it up. For That's all right. A you few called days. the best person you know for the live the bachelor life, so yeah, I yeah. feel feel honored. Anyways, yeah. So yeah. So just Scotty and I tonight, and uh, let's get to it. Yes. Uh, so. Joaquin Neiman, yes, winning at the Green Bar. The fall series is underway. Green Bar is underway. Uh, can't say that I watched every shot of the Greenbrier. Um, you know, kind of kept an eye on it from from highlights, tuned in here or there. But there's a lot of stuff going on. We got NFL going. We got we got college football going. I've got travel going. So, uh, but we saw our boy uh, Kevin get off to a good start. Kevin Na got off to a good yeah, start. Yeah, shout out to our boy Kenny Harms. Um, yeah, sure. So we were texting uh, Kenny out there, wishing him some good luck. Didn't end up working out. No repeat for Kevin this Kevin and Kenny this year. But uh, but great to see the young Joaquin Neiman uh, post it. I don't know if, if he's getting as much highlight traction as he should be with okay. Chapel's 59 out there. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, I think a, a gritty performance. This kid, you could tell, has a ton of talent. Good swing, explosive swing for this little skinny body of his. But uh, but it's really, uh, you know, he reminds me of Seve a little bit, I think. Whoa. Uh, he's got that. Whoa. I mean, he, I don't know if he's as imaginative. Whoa. He's a young guy, but he's, he's got that. I don't know, 20 got, years old. He's Yeah, he's 20 years old. Um, Seve was really young when he came out on tour as well. He's got a quiet <laughs> confidence. Quiet confidence. That okay, <laughs> you all right? Over okay, there? you just compared a first one-time winner of the VJ Tour to one of the greatest. No, I just mean the VJ Tour. Uh, I, I mean just the way he carries himself and stuff. I said he reminds me of him. I'm not I don't, saying I just, he's just, as good as him. Yeah, right, whatever. I, I'll just I'll wait my turn on this one. <laughs> well, are we, I'm not saying he's as accomplished a golfer. He's as good as him. I'm saying he kind of reminds me of him. Okay, that's, that's fair. All. <laughs> Um, Anyways, you got thoughts. Okay, yeah, I mean, so yes, we're now into the fall series. We're into the 2019-2020 season. Um, he had a unbelievable weekend. Um, I was reading some things. I think Golf Digest put it out, like who the expert picks were, and a lot of people picked him going into this week. Really? Um, and and I think a lot of people actually made some good money on him because it was, it was like a. 13, probably 14 had, to 1. I was going to say, um, probably had some great odds. And so I know there's some betting models out there that do this for every tournament, and his yeah. name was coming up on all of the models, and yet it felt like Vegas didn't adjust. And so those folks that like to throw around a little money for you know, 10, 20 bucks probably made some money if you bet on our boy uh, Joaquin. Um, yeah, he is unbelievable player, like very polished, yeah. um, very relaxed. I think great head on his shoulders. Um, had the two-shot lead going into Sunday and then shot, you know, one under 33 on the front and basically cruised his way to a six-shot victory. Um, mm-hmm. I think he'll be around for a long time. Um, like I said, he's only 20 years old. Um, and I think he, if you go back to his interview, he at, was asked about, you know, does this guarantee him a spot on the President's Cup? And, um, yeah. and his, he gave a great answer. He said, you know, the only thing he can do is just play more tournaments and be patient, and yeah. whatever is going to come is going to come. And I think that's the attitude that you want if you're Captain Ernie Els. Um, but I think he'll be he'll be in Melbourne on the international team. I, I don't know how you don't pick him after this win. Yeah, I, and it's hard. Like you kind of go through the rest of the. You know, obviously you're going to see Jason Day there if sure. he's healthy, and Adam Scott and some of the South Africans and Australians. I mean, 
I, you know, I, I, I can't think of he's got. I, I would think he's going to be there um, without going down the list right now. Um, by the way, here's here's a little here's a little stat I just read. Uh, not even before I made that comment about Sevy, okay. <laughs> just read it. He joined Roy McIlroy and Sevy Ballesteros as the only foreign-born players in the last 95 years to win on tour before turning 21. There you go. Fun stat. Um, but how many USA players? I mean, Spieth. Yeah, I mean Matt Wolf. Matt Wolf. Uh, a lot. Tiger. I mean, right? Tiger. The, uh, yeah, but I mean, but I, listen, is is he a great young international player? Absolutely. But when I think of Seve, I think of uh, in-your-face, nitty-gritty, intense, yeah, European right. Ryder Cup, battle-hard, match play, unbelievable wedge game. This kid seems like he's just chill, like someone that he could come in here and have a beer with us next year and, and <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> so so i i wasn't dogging the the golf comparison i just don't think they don't remind me of the same personality yeah i i can say that uh all right so anyways chapel though uh, another story of the, uh, shout out to the ucla boy am i saying it right chapel or is it chapel, chapel? it's chapel. chapel okay kevin chapel. um by all means i've seen interviews with this guy i've, I've heard it, uh, interviews on podcasts with him he seems like one of the coolest guys on tour don't obviously have no way of knowing that i haven't i haven't really talked to him but he just seems like a great guy yeah uh you you have to felt for him last year he was out was he all of last year or a significant part significant of last year portion of last year with a shoulder injury yeah. and uh and that was really hard and and he you know he detailed a couple of those things in some of those interviews i heard with him about just how hard it is to literally be sitting on the couch and rehabbing and rehabbing. I mean, you heard Andrew Luck talking about this, not yep. to bring up a whole other sport, but you know, it's, it's a very hard thing as a professional athlete to know, like, you know, your livelihood is out there on the golf course and all you can really do is rest. Right. Yep. And then listen to your doctors. And a lot of it is for golfers with an injury on an arm or a shoulder or something. It's just rest. And, um, so had to be pretty difficult for him to take that much time off, but <laughs> In one of his first, his first tournament back, in one of his first rounds back, I think it was this was the second round that he shot the fifty nine in, right? Yeah. Uh, it comes back and fires off a fifty nine. He didn't play great the other three rounds, maybe a little rusty. It's the first time coming back, but awesome to see him shoot a fifty nine. And and I, I mean, I want to say surprising, but I think it is surprising when you're coming back from. Uh, he's a very talented golfer, but it is surprising when you're coming back off of uh, you know that much time off on P, on the on the tour. Yeah, no, um, unbelievable. I, I know a little bit about Chapel's situation. Um, he recently changed agents, um, and I know his the guy that is representing him now over at Excel. Shout out to Andrew Kipper. Um, but but I think what you said, uh, just a genuine good guy, someone that you know plays for the right reasons, does a lot for charity, is heavily involved in the community. Um, I've I've heard in interviews he's a big country music fan and goes to the stagecoach every year and Ooh, that's right straight um, to your heart. You know, goes, does Talking a, about Scotty's heartstrings there, yeah, exactly, and does like a Palm Springs golf trip during the day before they go to the concert. Um, him and his caddy and I think a couple other guys that that they do it with. Oh, we gotta so, find out where that is. Yeah, we gotta time. we gotta go we gotta go <laughs> go in right. Um, so yeah, eleventh fifty nine. That's that's been on the PJ Tour. Tenth guy to do it. Obviously, Furyk has done it twice. Yeah. Um, I just would have loved to see him at least at the very least get a top 10. I mean, he ended up T47th. And yeah. that just, I think, almost dilutes the fact that he shot 59 almost yeah. a little bit because we will not remember the 59. We'll remember, 
you know, Joaquin went in. I think if you look at that's what is so great about, you know, Stewart's when when he won here and he shot 59 here is he did it on Sunday and won. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Usually on a 59 you'll see you'll see well, usually you're shooting up to the leaderboard. Stuart Appleby, that is, for the guys that didn't get that. Right. And I think Furyk did it in Hartford once yeah. on a Sunday. He had like he was like one of the first groups out. So he yeah. was way back in the field, shot 59. I think he still got to like 10th place mm-hmm. on that. So it's not too often that you see someone shoot a 59 and end up T47. Um, but <laughs> it happened this weekend. But uh, we hope that's a... Uh, one of many low rounds this tour this year on tour for this yeah game. and for all of our our fans out there that watch golf and want to watch a lot of fall series kevin chapel's a guy to watch you know he was on the 2017 president's cup team he's someone that is enormously talented and you know someone that i think as long as he is healthy now um gonna be competing in all of these fall series events i agree i agree we'll see how often he plays though with the shoulder True. and everything else maybe he'll ease his way back mm. in We'll see. Fifty nine is hard to get out of your hand. No, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Solheim Cup. Yes, I was excited about this one, Steve. You know this. This really tugs at my heart. <laughs> yeah, the, lady golf. Lady golf is fun to watch. It's even more fun to watch when you're playing against Europe. Yes. Uh, it it was uh, as about as about as close as closely contested of a tournament as you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, um, it was Susan Patterson. Suzanne Patterson. Suzanne Patterson basically drilled the putt on the last hole that was, I mean, it was tied 13 and a half to 13 and a half. This putt on the last hole, basically, if she makes it, they win. If she doesn't make it, they lose. It's not just right. you know, the U.S. would retain, would retain the, the cup because yeah. you get a tie and they won it last year. So, I mean, what kind of weight on your shoulders and she pulls through and makes it um so just a heart wrencher for the u.s team uh, but i think they can hold their heads high they played you know they played okay i think the golf in general maybe scotty you can talk about that you watched a little bit more of this tournament than i did yep um but it was great to see it. it's always you hate when there's like a big gap yeah. to make up on a sunday and yeah. singles and, and singles don't matter you're just hoping it just doesn't matter yeah. i mean you really love to have it really close all the way through like this one was so a lot of fun to watch glenn eagles was great um set up really well and uh, yeah, I had you know I had fun watching what I could this weekend. What yeah. do you think? So yeah, so I was up early Friday morning uh, mm-hmm. in the wee hours, just like as a bopin, I'd be up. I was watching <laughs> this. Um, we came out. We played really good to start. Yeah. And then on Saturday we lost a couple of matches, um, but it was eight eight going into Sunday, and like you said, it was three thirteen and a half, thirteen and a half on that last match. And Suzanne uh, Pedersen, who has been a stalwart of the European side, drills that eight-and-a-half-foot putt to win the cup for the Europeans and retires right after. <laughs> and just like as, as it, I don't know if there's a better way that a female European golfer could say goodbye to the game oh than God. hitting the winning putt into the Solheim <laughs> Cup. Right. Uh, I mean, just book in a career. And... and Suzanne has been somewhat of a controversial. She had the whole incident with Allison Lee um, a couple of years ago back in the Solheim Cup, whether a putt was given or not given. Yeah. And to see her have this moment, even as someone that was rooting hard for the USA team, I, I can appreciate. Uh, as you said, this was a just win for the Solheim Cup, a win for women's golf. Um, 
Yeah. We can go down the line. This wasn't necessarily the strongest USA team. Um, Lexi was hurt. Uh, Daniel Kang didn't play great. Um, the, the people that played the great for the U.S. were the Corda sisters. Yeah, um, who went undefeated, both scoring three and a half points apiece. Yeah, they're, they're um, starting a uh, dominate. Yeah, sort I mean, of a domination is, trend on on uh, the LPGA. Yeah, team. I mean, I've I've heard this over and over again, but find me a better golf swing than Nelly Corda, men or women. Yeah, right, and and I will challenge you because <laughs> that might be the best golf swing out there, right? Yeah. Um. So it was just fun to watch, and I know necessarily the LPGA doesn't have the hugest following. But these are really cool events, and they're different than just the mundane golf channel something week-to-week tournament that you don't really know about. This was country versus country, and just to watch it was really neat. No, I think you can get into it. I mean, you know, I I personally watch Mm -hmm. the LPJ Tour, but, I I mean, I was around other people this weekend back in Cleveland I mean, anybody can get into it, especially when you're doing, you know, the U.S. versus, versus uh, um, Europe and the and the whole Ryder Cup type of yeah. style, right? Yeah, you so, can only hear ole, 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 ole so much. Right? Yeah, only so much, and you you have a rooting interest. But I I think you know the golf is, I mean, typically really good. I think a lot of players, yeah. especially on the U.S. side, you know, would have liked to have played better. You mentioned Danielle throughout the week but at the same time it was it was still riveting i mean match play is just riveting to watch i actually wish that we could we could have more of it yeah i don't know if it fits more on the lpga or the pga tours because the one event that they do have well the the dell match play is pretty good tv it's good it's good um but it, it just this just means so much more so when it's just pride is on the line for so much of these players and you know how much when you can see how much it means to them, men or women when you can see how much it means to a golfer just to wear you know their country or their continents you know uh colors and and get into the pageantry and the pride it also has this college football type of feel to it mm-hmm. and so i think at the tv whether it's solheim cup or Ryder cup i think so they're, they're both just as dramatic and just as good to watch yeah yeah um, and it's just it's just fun um i guess i'll give another shout out um inkster would have gone for her third solheim cup as captain which she obviously didn't so it'll be interesting to see if they try to bring her back i think she said some facts that she's not interested so we'll see and then the only other thing i would say about solheim cup is we got to see michelle lee in the booth that's right as on tv working for golf channel which i'm gonna give her a big big shout out not only because i love her but i (laughs) thought she did a tremendous job and I think she outshined Paige McKenzie. That's no dig at Paige McKenzie. I just think you could tell this was a Stanford grad and someone that's done interviews for as long as they've been 13 years old and had a camera. She was totally comfortable. She gave great insight to what they were feeling on that first tee and in the team room and things that go down. And so I don't yeah. know if this that was, is she's great. Yeah, I don't know if this is an interest of Michelle's, but yeah, obviously she just got married, which we all know about, and. I don't know where her wrist and injury stand, but if this is something that she wants to explore, I, I think she should go for it because I definitely think she could have a full-on career in television and yeah. covering golf. And you know, you mentioned the injury. I think that's 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 probably one of the biggest things, right? Is you're always looking to what's next after your playing career. Sure, uh, all athletes are, and uh, you know it. You know, look, I hope she's out there playing more golf. I know she does, uh, and I think. I think we'll see her out on tour for sure when the, this wrist heals up. But I think clearly, 
you can see that second stage of her career and her life being thought about and I'm sure she's being advised on. But like you mentioned, Scotty, she's obviously been in front of the camera and in front of media forever. And I can tell, I can tell you that I don't know how interesting this is for everybody else, but being comfortable in front of the camera is a much harder thing than people think. Like, even if you have all the knowledge in the world, it takes a little bit of practice and also just natural talent, to be honest, that to just sit there and be comfortable in front of the camera. And she certainly looked like she had that. So, uh, you know, really props, props to Michelle. We good to see her there. And I hope, like you said, there's nothing like hearing Michelle. We talk about what it's like to be in the Solheim cup locker room is like, hearing Peyton Manning or Tom Brady tell you what it's like to be in a Super Bowl locker room, yeah. you know, yeah. and an AFC championship locker room. Sure. I mean, that's, that's who you want to hear from if you're watching the Solheim Cup. Right. So that was really, you know, good call by Golf Channel. I'm glad she did it. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that's, uh, you know, we got a lot out there. Um, with the fall series, how, how are we feeling? Are you getting pumped up for the fall series? You or know, what? there's going to be some cool stories, and, and I'm a golf nerd, so I, I don't know how other people... I love the Greenbrier as a course. I would love to go play there one day. It's on my bucket list of courses to go play. Yeah. Um, I'm interested this week. We're going to see uh, Akshay Bhatia, mm-hmm. um, the kid, make his professional debut um, at the Sanderson's. So... All of these little stories, I'm interested to see what Wolf and, and Mark Howard do. Yeah. I'm interested to see if one of the names that's not necessarily on the President's Cup team right now make a win and, and try to lock that in. So I'm just interested because I'm a golf nerd and there's so many fun, interesting stories that aren't necessarily the majors or, or something like that that can go into this. Um, so I am pumped. I'm pumped to have golf back. Yeah. In a sense, like I feel like we took like a two week hiatus. If we you will. did, yeah. And so, so that's what. And like, I just think it's 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 interesting golf. Like, I could make an argument that these are really interesting golf courses too. Like, absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think you mentioned the the up and comers. Like, the, the, it's it's a lot of their time to shine. All all the all the. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep corn fairy myself. graduates. Right, I was, I was, I was like about to say web, but had to go to corn. So all the corn fairy graduates, these are their first times playing on PGA Tour, so you kind of get to know some of these younger guys if you're watching. So that's that's one of the one of the reasons to watch. But um, you know, it, it like it's funny you, when we had the two weeks off, pretty much. You know, you talk and someone wrote a tweet that was uh, rang true to me. It was like, you know what, like you might not be like that excited about what the tournament is or like, you know, tour championships over the majors are a long way away, you know, winter is coming, but you know, at some point, even with NFL and football going on, like at some point, if you're a golf person and you know, all of us are, and if you're (laughs) listening to this, you are, you, at some point, someone always kind of walks into the living room and says, Hey, turn on the golf. (laughs) And there was like no golf for two weeks. It felt felt weird to have that. But at the same time, I think I can really appreciate as I read through some of, you know, which is watching golf channel or reading through some Instagram stories that I think the players, it seems like are welcoming this time off. It's a little bit of a vacation for them. It's a little bit of time to say, okay, I, I have time to really rest and forget for a little bit. And then I can get on, I can start to work on my schedule and work on when I'm going to when I'm going to be working, grinding with the coach yeah. and then maybe pick out one or two fall events and go out there. Whereas before I felt like they had to be a little bit more strategic about jumping back in. Yeah. So I'm really interested to talk to you about this. Uh, what is it? I'm very interested to see how much your boy Ricky plays because this because <laughs> really? he's coming into wedding month here pretty soon. I don't think he's playing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's out. Okay. Uh, I, the, 
I don't know how reputable this guy is, but one of those, you know, all the guys have their own trackers. Like there's a yeah. Tiger tracker, Roy tracker. I follow the Ricky tracker, of course. Of course you do. Um, on Twitter. And I think he tweeted out that he was going to just take like eight to ten weeks off. He's getting married. And he's he is getting married. So, so shout out to our boy Kelly James. There you go. He'll be there. Uh, <laughs> Not us. Shout out to Joe Scavin, Caddy, on the podcast. He'll be Go there. back and listen to that if you want. Uh, he'll be there. We will not. And I think Joe said there'll be no cell phones, so nobody's <laughs> gonna get it. No, one, no one's getting any pictures or anything. So don't, don't, don't worry about that. Uh, so, you know, but the, the interesting thing is he did usually the past two years. He's played the Mexico tournament. He's played mm-hmm. um, at your place. Where's that? You, you went Mayakoba. Mayakoba. So, uh, which is a phenomenal looking course. So you got to come one day. Yeah, when is my Cobra? It might be I, in it's November. It's always been like the week last week of October. Thanksgiving. Yeah, so maybe he maybe he gets into that one. We'll see. Um, maybe maybe tag along a little honeymoon. But I figure he's probably going somewhere much more extravagant. I'm sure. That's all Scotty could afford. Uh, I have one thing uh, we didn't talk about before yeah. the podcast. How are you feeling about fire fireside with Phil? On, on social media right now. I, you know it, it 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 it's phil um i mean i like it it's, it's sometimes it feels a little too forced but it, i like it. yeah but it's phil right yeah, you just you, listen i think it's it's phil being phil and you just like as a red Sox fan you understand manny being manny as a golf fan i just like it's just phil being phil and and that's his medium and it, it presents a unique ex- perspective and sometimes we get fun stories and does it feel fake and phony and dumb? Kind yes. Of. <laughs> Am I? And will I watch every single one that he yes. puts out? Yes. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's it's good to see. It's good to hear, especially when we had Spieth and, and Justin Thomas. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. Anyways, so it's fun to watch him. He also looks like he's losing a massive amount of weight. Have you seen this? I, I yeah, but yeah. I almost feel like he's photoshopping it. I feel like Phil's weight is always in flux. Um, but so he just I'm went not, from being like overnight. He went from being like pudgy to like six pack. I'm not going to make any any declarations on someone's weight until I see him with those all black outfit on at Augusta on Thursday, walking down, <laughs> dropping calves with shorts, dropping bombs. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's very hard for me to wrap my brain around this. I just it, my brain wants to explode when I look at a picture of Phil Mickelson like a month ago, and then I look at a picture of Phil Mickelson right now. It's like, what did you do? What are you taking? Uh, is it the CBD oil? Are you chewing too much gum? He just he's like got an eight pack out of nowhere. Anyways, so and his calves are just skyrocketing. His calves are skyrocketing. It's like, so anyways. Uh. What else? What else we got on the docket here, Scott? So, besides so we got. Body. So speaking of speaking of the game's two best, we got some news from Tiger. Oh, that's right. Um, the captain of the Presidents Cup team, and he basically gave a what he called captain's blog, um, and talked about at Liberty National they were able to get all the guys together that were had a chance of making the team and some good camaraderie and things that him and the assistant captains would be looking for. Um, he went on to name some players, not necessarily that have qualified for the team, including the likes of Ricky Fowler, Tony Finau, oh, Phil Mickelson, uh, Gary Woodland, uh, Jordan Spieth, uh, Captain America, and uh, he signed off as your team captain, crossed out captain, and wrote 
playing captain. Okay, yeah. So, so he's picking himself. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, there's no way he doesn't. There's just nice. Nah, it's just I agree. Happening. So I guess so he picks himself, so then he has three picks. Who should he pick? Out of those guys who are not picked, Well, those it will be one, it will be three of those guys. It can't it won't be anybody else. He's not going to go way down the list and take our boy Kevin Nah. But you mean it'll be, for those three picks? Yeah, it's you think it's Fowler, gonna be Finau, Phil, Woodland, Spieth, um, Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed. Yeah, I so I think out of that group, Kevin Kisner. I guess you want if you Kisner's, really want to put someone. Kisner's on the list. in the yeah. Uh, I mean, Kisner had a great year. Uh, I think I. You know, it's it's really hard to say. I want to say that he may uh, take Patrick Reed because of just the experience he has. He'll know how hungry he is. Um, I think I think he'll be reliable this time around. Um, I think okay. it's kind of every everyone else is kind of a toss up. It's really hard to say. I don't think he takes speed. It's just game just isn't there. Hasn't shown to be there. Uh, I think Finau would be a good pick. Um, you know, I don't think he goes down the list and takes. He talked about Matt Wolf and Morikawa. I think he, he yep. mentioned like it'd be fun to see them see how they play. I don't think he goes that experience. There's just too many people that haven't qualified. Would he take Phil? That's a tough one. I don't think. How can you take him the way he's been playing? Because it's Phil. <laughs> and it's his boy. Yeah. And they've been so friendly the last couple of years. Yeah. I would I would probably say, I guess I would lean towards yes. Okay. And but now, and would he take Ricky? I don't think so. Mm, okay. I, I only, because he's taken so much time off, and I think, you know, I don't know how much Ricky yeah, will he's care. Losing record in the Ryder Cup and President's Cup. Um, Ricky does really, yeah. In uh, President's Cup and Ryder Cup, he's six but he's got to be close six, to five. Ten and, six, ten, and six all time. Yeah, that's not a great record. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I, I don't see the need to like to, to pick Ricky here. Um, although he might get a push to do that for a ratings boost, but I mean, I, so I think I think out of the two people that I would say. That's really hard. That's really hard. It I mean, is. Maybe That's why will. I asked you. I mean, Ricky's one of the more, most consistent players out of that group. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll... Not t- Woodland? Again, he, he, he's had... You know, you're talking about a guy who won a major, but had just flashes of greatness all year. Um, he's never played on a team. Never played on a team before. In some retrospects, I think... If he likes him and he has a relationship with him, I think this kind of comes down to some relationships too. Of course. Like, so he ha- let me just tell you, he has a relationship with Patrick Reed. Yeah. He has a relationship with Ricky Fowler. Yeah. He has a unbelievable relationship with Phil Mickelson. Yeah. I mean, I two, people would probably this, say people yeah. probably say those are the three most likely picks. Right. Uh, you know, but again, I think if it was a Ryder Cup, those would definitely be the picks. Okay. I think it being a Presidents Cup mm. and a little bit less. I mean, no, I don't no think, disrespect to the I don't think Cup. I don't think the Matt Wolf-Murakawa thing is out of the question, especially if they win. The, what happens if, like, Matt Wolf wins one of these Fall events? I think if either one of them show, like, if you see either one of them go, like, top five, top five win, yeah. like, yeah, 
They would. They could play themselves into the mix. Yeah, I think he's taking Phil. I think Phil's going to be on. If Phil wants to be, Phil will be on the team. It might be those three. I mean, I think you could probably say the same with Ricky because he yeah. has the relationship. I think if Ricky wants to be there. Now, question: Does Tiger get an invite to Ricky's wedding? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Right, you got to invite the big cat. Yeah. You got to yeah. invite him. Especially no if way. you're trying to get on this president's cup he team. Probably, he probably has some kind of special invite that he's getting. He's like, hey, here, Tiger. Uh, have a. No, I feel like Tiger is someone like Ricky's always looked up to. Of yeah, course well, of course. Getting, yeah, of course he's getting it. But, uh, you know, he's a Jupiter neighbor. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll keep track of uh, what we hear about the, the Ricky Fowler uh, guest list at the wedding. <laughs> Um, but that's I think that's all we got, right? Uh, the only other thing I had is uh, this started the new testing process for the, oh, the driver stuff. Tour. That's right. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of details about this, but here's what we do know, um, because this is what the PJ Tour gave us is that they're going to do it on non-competitive days, which means they're going to do it on basically Tuesday or Wednesdays, and they're going to do it at random, and they're going to basically test with the manufacturers. So they're not going to actually take clubs out of the bags of the players. They're going to basically do this in correlation with the manufacturers to test basically how hot the driver heads are that the manufacturers are then making and giving to the players. So the testing is going to be done with the manufacturers of the clubs, not necessarily with the players. Yeah, and and this is a big deal because really earlier this year, Xander Schauffele got, yep. caught, got called out for having an illegal driver, and he's like, look guys i just took the driver out of the trailer right. and this is what taylor made gave me like right. i'm not well, Callaway in that sense but yeah i'm sorry yeah i'm yeah and that's a good distinction but it's like i don't as a player i'm not as any player on tour you're not like behooven to like checking your driver totally. before it's totally i think or, i think i think this is correct i think it should be on the manufacturer to absolutely do this. they know the usga limits these are the engineers and they do this for a living yes. i think it's the right move I think now the if we question get, is get the PJ Tour to do something about your slow play. Maybe uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, the the only the only question I think we'll find interesting on this is if they actually do anything. Correct. Like what? what like what? What do they do? Like okay, well the average ball speed off of this driver is I don't know. I'm making up 140 something miles an hour. Right. Then what do you do? What do you, what happens when someone shows up and all of a sudden like Tiger's in the range and he's launching at 160 miles an hour? No. You're like, hey, like what? Are you, what's wrong with you? You know, so I don't how they police this. I think is kind of yet to be seen, and I think this could be the start of trying to put some limits on club technology for yeah. distance. Um, and that's a that's a separate conversation. I don't know how we've never had that conversation. It might be a good one to have now, but I I think at some point they're going to have to look at golf ball or golf club technology yeah. and say we have to because at some point it's just gonna. Technology keeps growing. It's just yeah. going to get bigger, better, better faster, faster. And longer. guys are going to get stronger. And guys faster. are going to get stronger and faster. It's just the evolution of mankind. Like, this is what's going to happen. So, at some point, you're going to start playing yourself off of golf courses. I mean, you've heard so much about Augusta and the 13th hole and everything else. And at some point, it's going to get harder to manage that whole thing. So, I think, I don't know when it is. I don't know if it's in a couple years, five years. And I certainly don't want to see them push back on technology and just say right. like okay this is only the thing but i think something something might have to be done maybe it's the golf ball right and and pj tour has a, has a dilemma here because i don't think we want to really watch or, or grow people into the game at the professional level no one wants to watch 280 yard drives 
Yeah. Right? Like, like, what's the greatest well, you thing about watching I, Dustin Johnson? I, I Here's the thing. What's the greatest thing about watching Ricky Fowler? Just, you know, when you watch them play, I mean, especially live, that's the best thing about being at a golf tournament. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on TV, I don't know if it matters, but when you're there live right. and you see these guys launch the ball, you're like, how in the whole? Right. Where F are they at? Right. I've played ball. this golf course and look where they're hitting it from <laughs> yeah. versus where I hit it from. And they're from. hitting from the back tees. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's amazing. I think the biggest thing is like you can't you can't go backwards. Like you can't if, yeah. you, if you put some cap on them now and all of a sudden Dustin Johnson's hitting like a 290-yard drive, that would that would not be a good look. Not but be a good look. And then at some point they're going to yeah. have to say And then another thing is this something and we talked about this during slow play. Is this something that we only do for the PGA Tour, right? Yeah. Do we do we allow me and you to go out there with whatever driver Taylor made gets the hottest, right? Versus yeah. whatever they can make Dustin Johnson. So it's a great question because me and you need all the help we can get. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Like I don't need my distance reined in at all. No. <laughs> I mean you compare that to like wooden bats versus aluminum bats yeah. and baseball and like whether or not that's why I think it might be the easiest thing just to to you know think about the golf ball and because that has Right. gone through a lot of changes over the right. last 10 and years and most engineers would tell you the reason why the ball goes so far is because of the ball not the equipment yeah i mean it's just yeah i so that's I, why it doesn't spin as much right yeah exactly and, i mean so there's a lot that goes into it um but i i think it's it's definitely that argument maybe we're a little ahead of it people have started to have it yeah. but I, I think that that's going to be a lot more of a hot topic over the next couple of years because again i just think this technology is going to get there and dustin johnson's going to be hitting 400 yard drives and and you're like okay well how do we what do we do here yeah and so so for all the people that are dorks and interested in this as we are um or just casual fans just something to look at in the upcoming year about this driver testing and if anything comes out of it and we'll keep you abreast of more details that we hear absolutely uh, anyway, so we got the Sanderson Farms this weekend. Yes. Uh, Steve is again back on the travel tour. Back to oh, well, I have a present. I have a singles match. Oh, uh, I feel like again I haven't played a home match and I haven't been a singles match. Presidents Cup. Presidents Cup okay. on Friday. So okay. big match. You getting any shots? You giving any shots or straight up? I don't know. What he, I think he's around me. It's okay, a it's good. a single digit flight. So it's oh, you just had to throw that one in there. Huh? <laughs> 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 unintentional but yeah uh so yeah i will see what happens he, he this guy he he won i think director's cup which is the doubles match so he's he's a good Steve match play player Friday. yeah i'll have to play well so you're gonna hit balls thursday and do a little chipping i putting? probably will do something on okay. thursday you know the emily and cecilia are gone perfect so, you know <laughs> i don't have anything else to do at night but yeah, so I got that going on this weekend. Then I'm off to Columbus, and then uh, gonna pick the girls up and fly back to LA. Nice, love it. What are you up to? Oh, just hanging out. Um, like I said, been grinding hard um, on the golf. Um, so that's like it. it. Well, we gotta get back out there soon. We, we do. Make that happen. Maybe, uh, maybe next weekend. Not this coming weekend, but the following one. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. And also, don't forget to rate. Review, subscribe on iTunes, give us a shout out, five stars, let us know what you think. Come at us, follow us on Instagram at Waggle, the letter N with pod, and on Twitter at Waggle and Whiff. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.